Hello, and welcome to Shazam, the podcast for all things DC. Today we're going to be reviewing the 1941 Adventures of Captain Marvel movie serial. I'm your host, Scott. This is Garrick. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Ben Riley. My voice really cracked when I said my name. <laughs> but anyway. the best one we've had. Um, so. After... <laughs> That was that was that was really hard to get off the ground, ladies and gentlemen. Um, not really sure what has come over us tonight, but actually, I know what's come over me tonight. I had a couple spoonfuls of cough syrup. Uh, I have a bit of a cold, so bear with me because my voice might be in and out tonight, and I might get a little giggly at some points. Although maybe I got it all out of my system now, and I feel like I'm rambling. Am I rambling? Nah. Anyway. How <laughs> <laughs> so about that Billy Batson kid, huh? That Billy Batson, though. Was... All right. First off, uh, first impressions. What you What you guys think of the serial compared to the uh, <coughs> Captain America serial? Uh, clearly, they were they were made by the uh, the same studio, Republic Republic Serials. Is that what they're called? I believe. So. Or was it Republic? Studios? I think Republic Serials. Yeah. Okay. I found it truer than the Captain America America serial. Even though there was a scorpion thing for the origin, I thought that was a little weird. <laughs> At least he had the right, you know, alternate name rather than Grant Gardner. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's true. Did it, did it seem to anybody else that Billy Batson's age was really ambiguous? Yeah, he looked like he was being played by a 25-year-old, Doing like but a weird it voice. seemed like he was supposed to be, yeah. Like 17 like, or 18 or something? Yeah. Yeah, because he could because he could drive and carry a gun. And I don't feel it like was most the forties do that. It was the forties. <laughs> most ten-year-olds could drive and well, carry a gun. Well, you have a point. <laughs> Excuse me. I uh I <laughs> I particularly enjoyed it. I I like that it stayed truer to the uh, to the comic books, um, and I think that has to do in part with like. The, this was made three years before the Captain America serial we reviewed back in Excelsior, um, and this was specifically made to be a Captain Marvel serial. A little bit of research into the into the Captain America serial said that it was a uh, it was actually written for somebody else, and then they kind of you know wedged Captain America in there at the last moment, which is why the plot's so different and character names aren't the same. <clears throat> but uh, we get Billy Batson, we get Shazam, and both are pretty true to. Historic characterizations, uh, especially around that time, this was when it was like you know just taking off and was a fledgling comic. But uh, they still had—I read that they still had some legal issues with DC because DC was calling it a Superman ripoff even then. Yeah, that's right. They didn't own Captain Marvel yet at that point, so they, there was that whole legal battle um, between DC and I can't remember what comic book company owned Captain Marvel at first, but. They were trying to sue them for basically ripping off Superman, but eventually just bought them and bought a bunch of other characters like Catman. Viz and... Comics. Or Viz Comics, something yeah. like that. They own Captain Marvel. Yeah, there, so there was that whole thing. Going on. I, I don't have a super tight grasp on the chronology of Golden Age comic book uh, <laughs> uh, stuff. Really <laughs> I don't know when this was happening in relation to that, but... Yeah, it seems like it was around the same time. I think this was cool to see. Like, this was your stereotypical superhero movie serial. Like, you had the archaeological expedition. The bad guy wasn't known outright. We find out in the very last chapter that it, who it was. No, I won't give any spoilers, even though it was, you know, 70 years ago. But, um, like, <laughs> it, fo- it followed the basic format that all of them... And this was... Uh, I want to say this was like the 31st serial that Republic had put out or something. There was a lot before it, and there was still a lot more to come out after it. So they've been doing this for a while. And uh, it's even been called, outside of the outside of the Flash Gordon serials, this was one of the, if not the greatest, superhero movie serial made. So that's, it's that good, and I think it's that good, all things considered. I mean, the, the flying effects, Lava effects uh, for Captain Marvel were good. <clears throat> Mm. Yeah, I do have to wonder about the uh, self-driving vehicles. That that was interesting. Like the uh, well, I mean for for safety reasons. <laughs> well, I mean like the, the, <laughs> nobody driving the truck, but it's conveniently 
managing to turn at the right points to not fly off the edge of the cliff and the parking garage thing when she passes out but the car drives itself down the parking well she she passed out she passed out on the wheel and like kept the wheel in a turning just perfectly to go spiraling down yeah it was like a perfect corkscrew so she was already turning and she went straight out of the the parking garage at the end so where i draw the line you know <laughs> well she hit she hit the uh the median coming out of the parking garage and it bumped her back and the car realigned itself mm-hmm. and she and she might not have been going perfectly straight but she wasn't turning anymore because she came back off the wheel so there, yeah there you go it's explained if that's what you call it no plot holes it's fine <laughs> <laughs> but no yeah, overall yeah the effects were uh pretty exceptional for the time i mean uh yeah, it's going to be pretty hokey now in some ways, the flying and all that, but for the time it was good. Um, the actor playing Captain Marvel was in good shape, um, unlike, no offense to the guy who played Captain America, but... <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, sir, but your beer, your beer belly is showing through your spandex. Oh, oh. <laughs> I also like, I, I could really buy that Captain Marvel was still... Billy Batson inside. It still seemed like the same character. You know, it seemed like a kid in control of that body and not just a totally separate character, which I yeah. would imagine might be kind of tricky, but they seem to pull it off. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, so. Jeremy, did you watch the whole thing? Or I know Garrick only saw I one did. episode, but <laughs> I, did go, I did. I did watch the whole thing, and I liked it a lot. I thought I just it was. I liked it better than the Captain America serial for many of the reasons that were already said. It was good. I did find it interesting that like almost every episode was. No, don't worry. I have a new plan that not even Captain Marvel will be able to withstand. Oh, now we have a new trap that no <laughs> living being can it. withstand. <laughs> and then he, he withstands it every time, but, you know. <clears throat> so, I think that's probably just something with these serials, is that they probably tend to be repetitive to some degree, because... You could almost call them cliche, except they're so mm-hmm. old they made the cliche. I don't know. It's, yeah, exactly. To some degree, I think it is a little bit lazy writing just to have the same plot device over and over again. <laughs> but yeah. on the other hand, this wasn't being treated as you know important cinema like superhero movies sometimes are now. This was <laughs> like this was pure entertainment right. at the time, and like you went to this on a weekly basis and. Yeah, the the plot gets repetitive and recycled, but like this this was the serial format. Like it was, you know, the beginning, the the threat, <clears throat> the new Doomsday <clears throat> plot, the villain, and then it ends with a cliffhanger mm-hmm. until the very end chapter. Until the very end chapter where uh, you find out who the villain is, and of course Captain America defied that because we knew who the villain was. The villain was from the very beginning, but we the the scorpion was unknown and they like they kept it as a guessing game and i think i think that was cool like that kind of changed it up a little bit it didn't feel so formulaic because they were like they would think oh the scorpion's this guy and then that was kind of a red herring and then we ended up finding out it was a completely different guy yeah the red herring was pretty well done i thought um uh spoilers (laughs) (laughs) sorry well again 70 years old i think we can talk spoilers i mean yeah we're gonna have to to (laughs) talk about this for like an hour or so going to have to go into a little bit um, the <laughs> plot, but you know, I do find it interesting. I just realized the scarab, the scorpion, what's next? Is the, the spider? The, the, the ladybug? The... <laughs> the that's the how things were back then. No, that's not right. The How much coffee? <laughs> not a lot. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've been I've been studying for finals for like four days now, guys. On top of being sick, I'm a little lucid. I think is a word for it. I think maybe the opposite of that, but and I'm yeah. still and I'm still reading Jaden Smith quotes. So there's that. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? <laughs> wow. A little hung up on that. <laughs> yeah, just 
so you know, uh, audience, we spend like 10 minutes <laughs> slowly listening to Scott read Jaden Smith quotes. Very slowly, which was odd. And listening to got a little Garrick eat food and play video games. <laughs> there oh, it was. Yeah. Things happened. Things happened. Clearly, ladies and gentlemen, you have our full and undivided attention. Yes when it comes to the creation of this fine broadcast that we're bringing to you right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally not texting other people right now. <laughs> oh, me neither. <laughs> so I, I'm totally not playing my video Pretty game. sure I'm the only yeah, one actually putting all my attention into this. Not saying I'm the best, <laughs> but, you know, that is a word for it. If you, you know what, to Trevor? Get on. off of your mountain and stop being so high and mighty. We, we don't need that kind we of. We know around. that you have Dragon Age in we the background. <laughs> Maybe. Night. Your face. <laughs> God. Anyway, we're losing it. Guys. We're losing it. All right. So, <laughs> Captain Marvel. What did? Well, Scott, what was your favorite part? What was my favorite part? Um, the oh, well, it's been so long since I've watched it because you guys took forever to. <laughs> I, okay, when we first came up with this idea, yeah, get get this, ladies and gentlemen. I was on top of things while the rest of these So sliders, he claims. There's no actual the, proof. Watched, you know what? Just st- for the record, stating that. Um, <laughs> but go on. All honesty and all of that. <laughs> Darn, now I lost my train of thought. Darn it. Favorite thing. I, favorite thing. Well, I watched the whole serial in two days about a week and a half ago. Well, the rest of these guys just so your favorite today, thing. So it's not my favorite thing. Um, probably the first episode. I'm gonna say like it was like it was a really good way to start out the serial and like set up the characters and uh, like where the plot was going. Um, the first the first chapter is 30 minutes long. The rest of them are 15 to 16 minutes long. Um, and of course it starts out with like this archaeological expedition which was like the it was the Vogue thing to do back then with storytelling like all all the bad stuff happens because they dig up some artifact that has some curse attached to it and then the bad people want it and the good guys got to stop them and yeah it's a trope but okay it okay um, and it wasn't like, a trope back then it was so no <laughs> well that back then created the trope so yeah by, this, by this point right, it might have been I just kind of pulled that out this of was air. pretty much like <laughs> this was like midway through the, the the reign of Republic serials so it might have been a trope by then I, 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 I my knowledge of serials is lacking so tropes yeah <laughs> um and just like you know Billy Batson's character, like from the outstart, you know he he's the they set him up as, as the innocent guy who's like I don't really like I'll help you guys because I'm a I'm a I'm working for you and I'm a good guy but like you're messing with stuff that I really don't think we're gonna be we should be messing with so I'm gonna stay back here but if you need me call and then everybody gets trapped and he tries to rescue them and he meets the wizard and the wizard gives him the power of Shazam and he turns into Captain Marvel and it's it's great it's a and the um. The transforming effects were smooth. Like, I mean, I, I'm not really sure how they did it. Did they just, like, cut the camera and then... Um, any, like, what happens is he says Shazam, of course, and there's a uh, big flash and a puff of smoke in front of the camera, and then uh, left standing is uh, Captain Marvel. And I I guess they just stopped the camera and the actors switched places, and maybe the smoke effect was added to the film after yeah, to cover like the frame switch. Transition. Yeah, it was a really, it was a really smooth transition. All, you can't. All but the last. I, one. I couldn't tell right off how they. All but yeah. the last one. Uh, that was just a wipe, but <laughs> that, that was pretty bad. <laughs> well, what else are you gonna do? Um, I, just like the the, it was good quality, and I think, and it carried throughout the whole serial, and I appreciated that. I didn't get as bored with it as I got with Captain America with the repetitiveness. Jeremy, your favorite thing? Uh, probably the fighting was actually really cool. Uh, I I think it was in the first episode where he did that backflip when he and he kicked the guys in the face at the same time. Yeah, cool. that was awesome. That was cool. <laughs> <laughs> and re- I was like, I wasn't I wasn't expecting that. And he well, he tackled a lot of people, but you know, I mean. <laughs> He's not going to tackle people when you have super strength, so. But, 
Um, what else? I liked Billy Baxson. Uh, he was pretty cool. Like you said, when he when they first introduced him, he's like, "Hey, I ain't messing with this <laughs> this messing with this stuff." But uh, and then the one. Did, okay, wait. Side note: Did anyone else notice that the names were also white? Yes. <laughs> Just some of them had like some of them had bronzer on their face a little bit, but that was about it. And they talked in but, inconsistent uh, accents. Yeah. But um, it was cool. I liked um, just the serial overall. I don't think I had any like major problems with it or anything. So, Garrick, your favorite part of the first episode? <laughs> How true it was. Mm. I mean, it had the wizard. I wasn't expecting that. Like, he even says the strength of Hercules. The Wisdom of Solomon, whatnot, and I was I was really surprised. Mm. Uh, I thought it was going to be a lot more like a like the Captain America serial, right? But uh, the way it stayed true, from what I saw, <laughs> was very enjoyable. And and if I wasn't <laughs> if I had remembered, I would have enjoyed watching the others. Hey, you only missed <laughs> you only missed eleven parts, so you know. No biggie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just 11. Now, okay, putting you on the spot, what does Shazam stand for? Uh, hold on. Um, Solomon, Hercules, Achilles, oh, Zeus. Achilles, okay, it's Solomon's wisdom, Hercules' Atlas? strength, Atlas's stamina, Mercury. Zeus's power, Achilles' courage, and Mercury's speed. Hmm. Yeah. So I if he was all the their powers, he would be Wispuk. What, Scott? Did you did you look it up or did you do it off the top of your head? Uh, I knew most of them off the top of my head, but I had but the first episode. I had the first episode <laughs> still up, and I went to the part where the wizard said it because uh, I wanted I it in the, the correct order. But you didn't give the, the attributes, so. Well, I yeah. was thinking of the names first and foremost. I'm sorry. Well, see, maybe if you hadn't jumped the gun and watched it a week early, I mean, what was that all about? Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> There's just no winning. So, yeah, I think probably my favorite part of it was just getting to see a superhero with superpowers because I was kind of getting tired of Captain America just being an even match for punching and being yeah, punched. but this guy I mean she's just you know Captain Marvel punches somebody they go flying in this serial so that was that was pretty awesome <laughs> I don't know if some of them were on strings to be pulled back or whatever but it was pretty effective plus the sound you know that's I'm pretty sure that's how they do it somebody. now it was a very solid yeah. punch yep so yeah I like that and like Eric said it was more true to the comics so that was nice maybe Yep. Maybe we're just yeah. especially attuned to that because we had to sit through that Captain America serial, but... Because <laughs> other, other than his powers I and costume, we're... I guess, it wasn't really that accurate to the comics. I mean, his name was right, but... Well, there wasn't, Even his like, costume, a whole... man. There... Even his costume. At this point, there wasn't a whole lot of, of established mm. mythos for these characters anyway, True. so, like, they were they were able to take some liberties, and I'm pretty sure there was a comic book that spun off of this serial and continued the story... Slash use the story as the origin, if I remember I correctly. Read that. So really? it. <clears throat> Let me double check that because we don't have Jeff, our <laughs> fact checker here. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a long couple weeks. No Jeff. Yeah, personally, I. Yeah, here we go. In 1994. Okay, this is a little later, but in 1994, comic book writer artist Jerry Ordway wrote and painted a graphic novel, The Power of Shazam and an ongoing comic book series spinoff, which ran from 1995 to 1999. Ordway used the Republic serial as his initial inspiration and in his handling of the Captain Marvel characters. Um, the characters of Betty Wallace, Whitey Murphy, and John Malcolm all appeared in the Fawcett comics in the 1940s, starting with Captain Marvel and the Temple of Itzalatui. It's Itzalatui? It's it's so... <laughs> oh, keep going, keep going. <laughs> but, 
which was Wiz Comics number 22, uh, October 3rd, 1941, featuring Murphy and Malcolm. Murphy made several appearances in the 1970s DC Comics incarnation of Captain Marvel. Um, Fawcett also published a sequel to the film in 1941, titled The Return of the Scorpion. It was one of the four releases in its Dime Action Books uh, series, which imitated the format of the popular Big Little Books. I have no idea what those are. Uh, the book is notable for reusing several characters from the movie and for being Otto Binder's first writing assignment at Fawcett. He went on to being a pro- prolific scripter for the company. And yeah, uh, we were we were mistaken at the beginning. I think somebody said Wiz Comics. Uh, it was Fawcett Comics who had the original... They were the original owners of uh, Captain Marvel. And then DC bought them out. I kind of really want a Scorpion action figure now. The idea entered my yes. mind. Now I, I want it need it <laughs> I saw these uh, I went on Amazon apparently there's a whole like series of Greg Capullo Batman action figures and yes just, those are beautiful I was salivating so but anyway I want him to make one of Jesus Sayez's Swamp Thing or to for them to use that as a figure they need to branch out from Batman because there's just it's market oversaturization man man so here's the thought though Marvel's First appearance was Wiz Comics, owned by Fawcett. Uh-huh. So you were both right, or both wrong, depending on how you look at it. Suck it! <laughs> the publisher was Fawcett. The, the actual comic mm. strip thing was Wiz. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, that's cool. <laughs> anyway, so, what so, were you saying? Cool, I learned something. So here's a thought. Well, not a thought so much, but... Okay, so... Marvel's Captain Marvel or DC's Captain Marvel, which is better? DC. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, wait. I was thinking of Miss Marvel, since that's what she's. Oh, I meant Marvel, but the true Captain. Yeah, yeah. That's why I said what. Wait. Although I, I gotta say, <laughs> I'm kind of starting to like Carol. Maybe not better than Marvel, but it's, it's she's getting up there. I've been reading her her modern series, and it's good. Can anyone really get up to the point of Marvel? Uh, no, not not really. So <laughs> exactly, exactly. The things he's done. That man. Anyway, <laughs> um, that's tough. Uh, mainly because I do like Captain Marvel DC a lot. Uh, do the mythos of it all I don't like the character I like his story, I like his powers I like everything about him except him (laughs) (laughs) I used to be like that with Batman Um, I like him now but I used to to just like his mythos and all his villains and supporting characters now I do appreciate his character more but I I get that Do you you appreciate the new 52 or the, the old one? Both Batman is the one DC character gotcha. I've actually read like a lot of, and I generally like him. I've got I I used to just kind of think I used to kind of think he was just kind of this uh, edgy. I mean, my introduction to Batman was probably the Nolan movies, so he wasn't that interesting of a character. But now that I've read a lot of the comics, I've gotten a lot more interested in him. My intro to Batman was this, uh, I don't know what it's called now, but it's this thing like, uh, what if super, what if Batman fought, uh, race, no, what if Batman and Rachel Ghoul went into the Lazarus pit together or whatever, mm-hmm. and he became immortal and stuff. It's really interesting actually, but that was my first real comic. I've never event. even heard of that one. It sounds interesting. Oh yeah. I think I can find it. But to answer the original question, I think I'm going to have to go with Marvel. He's just so cool. Plus, he's the only character who's actually stayed dead that I can think of hmm. and who is an actual superhero. Yeah. Scott? In Marvel, at least. Um, I'm going to go with DC because I know next to nothing about Marvel's Captain Marvel. So. Okay, as soon as you get back yeah. to Ohio, go to the library, request the life and death of Captain Marvel. Okay, oh, it'll, I'll do that. It'll it'll make you a yeah, believer. There's, I, there, <laughs> but I, I I really like Shazam anyway, and I mean I I I'm okay with the name change that DC pulled with the new Fifty Two. I think Shazam 
kind of fits better than Captain Marvel, even though that was his original name. But there's, I mean, since day one, there's been a legal battle with that. So, well, Shazam is a pretty awesome name, um, things considered. So. Yeah, Shazam is a very almost awesome as good name. as Excelsior. I mean, there is some kind of like logistical. <laughs> there is some <laughs> logistical issues, like when, like when he says his name, like how does the magic work? But they've they've worked around that well enough. Like he has to say it with the intent to change, not just in like casual conversation. Um, like I like the idea of a twelve-year-old having the skill set of Superman and being able to punch Superman in the face and knock him across the desert like he does in the New Fifty Two. It's like the <laughs> ultimate boyhood fantasy. Um, yeah, like wait, wait, it's... what happened? I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading. Sorry. Oh. Fuck. <laughs> what What did Marvel do? At the, I I don't know. I was talking about DC. Uh, yeah, Captain yeah, Marvel. Captain Marvel. Marvel. Right, Shazam, sorry. Oh, what did Captain Marvel do? Well, his name's not Captain Marvel anymore. His name's Shazam. I said Shazam. <laughs> okay. I said Shazam. <laughs> Shazam! Okay. Um, he. It's at the beginning of Trinity War, I want to say. Like when all the... There's the three Justice League teams. The Justice League, the Justice League of America, and Justice League Dark. And they meet up in the Kondaki Desert, which is... Uh, Kondak is the country that Black Adam is leader of. And... Um, Shazam is, was he on the Justice League of America at the time? Or he might have been, like, not on the teams yet. I'm not sure. Um, Superman starts acting crazy, and then Shazam punches him in the face and knocks him across the desert. And he's like, I punched Superman? I punched Superman! And then they start beating up each other, and it's great. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, I need to read his comics before the... Uh movie comes out which i guess i've got a while was it 2018 2019 something like that something like that something like that i found the comic book it's called superman and batman generations Hmm. if if you ever want to read it i think i'm pretty sure the library still has it they got rid of some stuff which one is this superman and batman generations there's three of them and i've read all three and they're all really good yeah, I know they. As, oh, as far as the, uh, as far as the Marvels Captain Marvel thing, it's kind of weird. There's two different books. There's Life and Death of Captain Marvel is the original issues that lead up to his death and then his death. But then there's a separate, and those are written by Jim Starlin. But then there's the separate original graphic novel. Um, I think it was Marvel's first graphic novel ever that they ever did, like just without you know releasing it in single issues first. That called the Death of Captain Marvel. And it's the same story, but Jim Starlin kind of reworks it a little bit and just makes it a standalone thing. So either one, same story, but I think the library system only has one. They used to have both, but they got rid of the graphic novel. So it's complicated. You want to know something really interesting? Hmm. The dude who basically kills Captain Marvel, Marvel, Nitro, hmm. he gave him cancer. Is actually the dude who, in a way, started the superhero yeah, civil that is war. True. Man, that guy just needs to like yeah. die. <laughs> I mean, he did lock himself in that Doesn't suit. Doesn't he though? Didn't he? <laughs> yeah. What? Didn't Nitro die in the explosion at the opening no. of civil war? No, he kind of goes into this like self penance thing. He hates himself and he locks. No, that's that's the dude who accidentally made Nitro explode. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was Speedball. Never mind. Okay, yeah, Nitro did die. Speedball. Yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah, Speedball locks himself in the creepy Iron Maiden suit. <laughs> yeah, it's like a suit with spikes pointing into himself, so he's, like, constantly in pain to make up for what he did or something. It's really weird, but... But he gets power yeah. from it or something like that. But yeah, that's right. Nitro was—he died. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he killed—he killed Marvel, and then he started the Civil War, like 20 years later. Man, what a jerk. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. I feel like Thanos should have killed Marvel. Anyway, that's straying way into Marvel stuff. Who killed Marvel? I just—I feel like Thanos should have been the one. But yeah, well, he might. I th- actually, oh, no, he was that dead by that so point, cool. wasn't he? Yeah. Again. He was dead, but then he came. Thanos and death are complicated, so. Back to DC. Um, well, actually, uh, Jeremy, you didn't say which one's your favorite, Captain Marvel? Uh, well, I also know nothing about Marvel's Marvel. 
So I'm gonna have to go with Shazam. Yeah. Um, I like Shazam. He, he, and um, I think him and Wonder Woman <clears throat> are probably the only ones who can really go toe to toe with Superman, at least as far as the heroes go. Um, but because uh, you know, like Scott said, that Shazam had been able to punch Superman because Shazam's powers are magic based and that's Superman's one of Superman's weaknesses um, and Wonder Woman also uses magic I think so mm. but yeah Shazam uh, if I don't know if you guys have seen the return of Black Adam cartoon yeah, animated no. yeah but it was really cool to see Superman try and fight Black Adam and uh, Billy Baxton steps in as a and he was, you know, he's a little kid, but it's cool. You should watch it if you haven't. It's always interesting to see Superman fight either Black Adam or Shazam because their powers are essentially based in magic, and one of Superman's two weaknesses, other than kryptonite, is magic, so he actually has an advantage over Superman. Mm-hmm. Both of them do, mm. since they both have the same powers. <laughs> <laughs> I heard an interesting theory the other day that the villain for Suicide Squad might be Black Adam, and that's why they cast Dwayne Johnson so early, since the Shazam movie is still so far out. Interesting. And that Shazam actually would tie into the DC universe because we all thought at first, since it's owned by a different studio and it's kind of you know sounding like it might be an independent, um, that that would tie it into the overall picture, which I think would be really interesting. I thought they were keeping it separate. No, I think it's just... Yeah, well, like I said, it's just a rumor and a fan theory, but it would be be really cool if it worked out that way. I'm pretty sure that that's, as far as we know, tied together. I think it's just, from what we've heard, I think they said Shazam isn't a member of the Justice League in this universe, in the movie universe, at least not yet. But I don't think they said it's a separate continuity. Same for Suicide Squad. Now, Justice League Dark might be a separate thing, which I don't see why they would make it separate, but... Who knows with DC? So, well, with the the way things have gone recently, they, Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro has said that it might end up tying mm. in. After all, that would be nice. I just want them to make Constantine Swamp part of that so thing. that Matt Ryan can be in the movie. <laughs> but that's a whole other thing. <laughs> but most importantly, Swamp Thing. And most importantly, ditch Black Adam for the Shazam movie. Bring in the Scorpion. but the scorpion didn't have a dynamic vibrator so that is a distinct disadvantage see how yeah (laughs) yeah if we don't have that in the dc cinematic universe why bother (laughs) (laughs) oh man all right so trying to think of what else to talk about with the serial it was kind of just the same thing over and over again to some degree but it seems like well from what we've seen it seems like that's all Republic yeah. did like just kept remaking the same thing probably not because they were afraid of trying something different but it just seems like that's the way things were back good then good thing we've got more DC serials from Republic <sighs> <Hey. laughs> Spy Smasher is next. What's next? Spy Wait, Smasher like... is the next one. Everybody Spy knows Spy Smasher, Smasher right? Right? Does yeah. he Does he smash spies? I have no idea. <laughs> but we'll find out. Um, <laughs> no, it's a cruel misnomer. <laughs> it has nothing to do with spies or smashing. Or smashing. If only it was Adam Smasher, that guy's awesome. Wasn't the uh, thing, the scorpion thing in this an Atom Smasher? Wasn't that what they called the scorpion device in this this Shazam Yeah, it could smash atoms, but I don't really think they had a firm grasp on the ramifications of actually smashing atoms. Yeah, they're saying like it could, what, change metals into other types of metals, and it could destroy things, and it could vaporize people. It was... uh, (laughs) And it did all that by smashing atoms. I don't. I don't. It was like the Swiss Army knife of 
<laughs> the Egyptian relics. Was it Egypt? Was it India? What the heck was that place anyway? I don't know where but they were. But their hotel man. signs are in English, so. <laughs> and everybody's yeah. white, but wearing like bronze makeup. Yeah. Nothing makes sense. Well, if it was India, it would make sense a little bit because uh, uh, Britain, like, pre pretty much owned India yeah. up until the end of the war. Are there volcanoes in India? I'm pretty sure there aren't. <laughs> I have no idea what the heck this place was supposed to be, but it was just like the most vague, you know, foreign eastern land from the 1940s that you could think of with white people <laughs> with white people <laughs> but yeah I don't I don't know to some degree you can't you know judge it because it is from its time period but like we've said with the fact that it's you know has tropes I think the same applies for uh maybe some things that aren't quite, I guess, I don't know, politically correct, if you want to call it that. <laughs> but. Well, I did, I have, been I have been impressed with both of these serials that there's been times where the, uh, I mean, obviously there's times where the only female character is, you know, the damsel in distress, but there's also times where she takes care of herself, so that seemed a little bit ahead of the times. I mean, the Captain America one, you know, she's about to get kidnapped by one of those guys, and she just pulls a gun out of her coat and <laughs> shoots the guy. So that, that was kind of cool. But didn't expect that kind of stuff from the <laughs> 1940s. Who would? Probably people that are more familiar with Republic serials than us. <laughs> Good point. Those poor souls. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think that the length is the biggest thing. I mean, maybe it's just our attention span. Our attention spans suck nowadays, but man, 12 parts seems long. And what was the other one? 14, 15 for Captain America? Yeah. Which I mean, you're getting into 3, 4 hours of content. But we're they're not watching it all at once. This is like a weekly thing. Yeah. Yeah, there's that at the movie theater too. <laughs> Also makes you kind of wonder what where do you draw the line as far as what is a movie? I mean, if it's released in parts over several weeks, is it really a movie? Do we really have to review them all? I mean, the <laughs> well, it's a movie serial. Yeah. It's a. Uh... <laughs> so I guess you know we asked, we said everybody's favorites. What's Scott? What's your uh, least favorite? We did the same thing for Captain America. So. Um. Mm -hmm. I don't really think I had a least favorite. Like I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, Jeremy, um, there were. I think I think I noticed uh, a couple of like they used kind of the same shots, and well, I mean that's just kind of like probably because their budget was so small back in the day. So, um, I don't I don't think that's something to really fuss about but uh, <laughs> something I noticed Garrett uh, my least favorite was all the ones I didn't see ah uh, well <laughs> fair I think the, are we are we doing like least favorite thing though yeah okay I'd have to say the lack of diverse diversity in their casting i guess <laughs> but i mean it was a different time <laughs> although to some degree so, we still do have that i mean look at name one superhero movie or tv show in the past uh mike again hold on i almost beat you <laughs> okay <laughs> name one superhero movie or tv show in the past say eight years that doesn't have as the main protagonist a male white guy wait what in the last how many years i just say eight ten whatever i mean doesn't matter <laughs> uh, unless you go back to blade 
When was steel made? <laughs> Before Blade. <laughs> so if you go back to early 2000s, late 90s, then yeah, there's a couple, but... Uh, Hancock. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's oh, true. good one. I didn't think Hancock that. was a great movie. Can we throw that into our reviews somewhere? I really wish they did a sequel. I really liked that movie. I think they talked about it, but nothing ever really came out of it. Hmm. Unfortunately. As far as yeah. least favorite thing, I'd uh, just what I already said, you know, the length. It is, even though it's not designed to be watched all at once, when you are watching it all at once, it, it, it drags. <laughs> it I don't think it needs, the story doesn't call for that much content because well, it doesn't yeah. get repetitive. As you can see why they made that much because of the, the way it was released, but just personally, I didn't enjoy binging had that been long. invented yet yeah <laughs> <laughs> i love that now netflix just the way that netflix releases shows all at once it's like they actively encourage you to binge watch shows well it's not like they make any money off of commercials or anything they make money because you're there to actually watch their show true <laughs> which is a great business model yeah if if ABC and all the other people did that, like they had their own like streaming service to just watch their show without commercials, I'd do it. <laughs> Doesn't HBO have that now? Because people were well, demanding yeah, it. Yeah, HBO does. Yeah, forgot yeah. about them. Hulu's kind of nice, just because you know you get all the recent stuff. You don't have to wait like with Netflix. But man, yep. same ads over and over and over. <laughs> I have to hear those women screaming about an iPad, or was it an iPad, an iPod, iPhone? An iPhone, the new iPhone yeah, for Sprint. That commercial, ugh. Yeah, that's my fa that's my least favorite thing about this serial is that stupid commercial on Hulu. Don't care if it's related, I hate it. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, we're not really to an hour yet but does, does anybody else have anything else to say about this particular serial go watch it i think it's it's really worth oh, your yeah. time i mean yeah it's a it's a four hour it's you know, worth your down. free time don't like it's worth your free time don't like, like take your time time out of your day to watch it i was gonna like spend I, time i with think the i kids, said but <laughs> like captain marvel i think i said last time watch the Captain America serial for like the historical value of like, oh yeah, this is like the first thing ever made. Watch Shazam because it is entertaining, and it's or like yeah. not Shazam. Watch Captain Marvel because it is entertaining. It's it's a it's a good story. It's a well made movie serial, and it's it's nostalgic because it's very it's very nineteen forties, and it's it's yeah. good quality for that. It's the first quote unquote DC thing ever made too. Yeah, yeah. and I I haven't seen any other. Uh superhero serials from republic but is do you know if there were any like this before you know with actual you know, superpowers and everything obviously not dc related or marvel but i don't know if there were if this was the first you know really first real time we got to see a movie with somebody flying around and being bulletproof and all that or not but either way it's at least one of the very early examples of a real superhero movie more so than the Captain America one was. So yeah, I'd, I'd definitely say watch it. I mean, really, all this stuff is at least interesting to watch once if you're a superhero fan, because you can see where things came from and all that. But And it also really makes you appreciate modern superhero movies. <laughs> so, <laughs> Although, like you said, this one was entertaining, so I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, any final thoughts? I wish Captain America had been like half as good as this. Yeah. Yeah, this I one mean, was a lot better. Yeah, I only watched the first episode and I was really impressed. So. Alright, well, Scott, you want to bring us home? Is there anything else we could talk about? I mean, <laughs> was there. <laughs> there has to be something. 
Um, there has to be something. I think the problem is we expended all our energy before we started. <laughs> I'm willing was... to do another podcast if we want to just wrap this one up and start another. I can't. I have finals. Mm. I gotta. I gotta go to bed. I have a study session tomorrow morning for engineering. And that. Hey, I'm an engineering student and a pre-med biochem student. Although that last part isn't pertinent because I'm not actually taking any biochem classes right now. But. <laughs> but throwing it out there anyway. Wait, Throw it out are there. You a pre-med bio and an engineering. Like, is there a specific? Job because I hate myself. <laughs> Biomedical engineering. They don't have a. They don't have a set career path at the college I'm attending for that specific track, but I can take, I'm doing mechanical engineering and pre-med biochem, and when I get to graduate school, I can do both together, and it syncs up. It's it's like, it's the same thing, I'm just doing it as two separate paths instead of one path. It's fun, I like it. Yep. It's, it's hard, but... <laughs> Sounds interesting. I'm, I'm majoring in the two hardest majors that my school offers at the same time. So. Wow. <laughs> and doing a bi-weekly podcast. Yeah. Sometimes. Look at me, guys. And, and you know what? I'm single. <laughs> so, anybody listening? <laughs> he will one day be in a job that makes a lot of money, but until then... Until then, I have absolutely no social life. So if you want to deal with a slightly awkward, uh, socially inept nerd who can actually talk pretty well and kind of handle himself, but not really, and likes to sit alone in his room a lot and recharge, but, you know, is pretty decent around people... Well, don't sell yourself I'm too your high. I'm <laughs> I like comic books. <laughs> well, you heard them, listeners. Comic book related media. That was kind so of sad. Um... <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I mean, we could do some DC news. If anyone Has anything knows dropped anything. since last time? We well, they confirmed. The they confirmed Krypton. The... They did confirm Krypton, and it's going to be about Superman's grandfather. Yeah, they also confirmed. I read that today. Teen Titans pilot will film. So you mean that Teen Titans Night Go pilot? Nightwing is confirmed to be the head for that. What? <laughs> Stop that! <laughs> oh. It will never end. <laughs> that's not. That's not right. That's wrong. <laughs> oh, this is pretty cool, actually. Mark Hamill, who played Trickster in the uh, '90s Flash series, will be playing Trickster in the new Flash series. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Supposedly a very different version of the character, but, you know. <laughs> what I th Yeah, I read about that. And what I think they're doing is, like, they're going to have him basically play the same character he played then, and then there's going to be a copycat uh, villain, a younger guy, ripping him off while he's sitting in jail. And then I forget what the actor's name is, but the guy who played Flash in the original... Mm. TV series where Mark Hamill was the trickster is going to show up in the show because we knew that we knew that from well he's already uh, in when the show, the show was actually he, 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 oh he's already in the show he's Barry's dad he, well I've never I've oh well okay yeah, yeah. you would know that if you well, uh, I don't watch it so watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's he's Come one of the on, main characters Hamill. in the show which is actually really cool oh, well, but he's really good well, actor I something today um thank you not only was it not only was it entertaining it was it was informative. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a few other things. Uh, um, Jeremy Irons, Alfred from Batman vs Superman, has said uh, Alfred's not going to be a really big role in Batman vs Superman, but he calls it a very different take on the character. But the way he describes it basically sounds like Earth One Alfred and Gotham Alfred. So basically, the Alfred we've been seeing lately. Um, which speaking of Gotham. I am completely caught up now, and holy crap, this show is amazing! Right? <laughs> I just, I've, I'm not, I've, I've been, watch, I've been neglecting TV for a while. Oh, man, there's been good stuff. I know, I'm Constantine, so especially. My favorite episode so far okay. has been The Mask. So, confession time, I only watched the first episode of Constantine. Oh man, it's so good. The last episode, the, the thing happens, and it's. <laughs> Which was the last episode? The one with the uh, feather. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> okay, it's pretty awesome. Any other news? So, I like the current Batman. Wait, what's current yeah. Batman? Do you mean like Bruce Not Wayne, the, the 12-year-old? The current, the current uh, Alfred, like oh. he's like a rougher Alfred. Yeah. But, I... What? what? I don't know what Scott's talking about it's in this chat. It's a Legend chat. of Korra thing. 
Oh, okay. I've never seen it. But, um... No, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. So, yeah, I just... I kind of wish we would... We've never really seen an accurate... A comic-accurate main universe. Not Earth-1, but the main Alfred from the comics on screen. I mean, the one from... I've only seen the first of the old Batman movies from the from 89 or whatever. And that one wasn't really like Alfred from the comics, maybe a little bit. Um, Nolan Trilogy Alfred wasn't really like Alfred from the comics. You know, I want that sort of uh, yeah, dry wit, Michael sarcastic. Fracking Kane. Oh, I don't have a problem with him. I just, I don't see why we need to have another Alfred from Gotham in Batman versus Superman. <laughs> we sure. have Gotham. <laughs> but we also Show us have the classic. Uh, Nolan, you, yeah, we have Michael Kane. So, maybe yeah, seeing really it on the big like... screen will be interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't, I'm sure it'll be a good you know, portrayal of the sort of Earth-1 style, Gotham-style Alfred. I just, I like the dry wit, sarcastic Alfred from the comics. I don't know, be maybe nice to see he him. will be. Maybe. Yeah, it could be some mix of the two or whatever, but hard to say. Um, let's see, what else is going on in the movie-verse? There's, uh... Oh, uh, Batman vs. Superman finished filming. That's kind of a big deal. And, uh... <laughs> Wait, what? Well, I they thought finished, it was a big deal. They finished drawing... <laughs> drawing? They finished filming Batman vs. Superman? Yep. Yep, now we just have to wait over a year to see it. They finished uh, Ant-Man. We talked about that. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's also Marvel, but, you know. Yeah, apparently uh, there was... Who was it? Um, the cinematographer for Batman vs. Superman, Larry Fong, posted a short clip of a snow landing on black fabric, presumably Batman's cape, and a picture of some mountains. And that was, like, the announcement that they finished filming. Whatever that means. Um, <laughs> so cool, cool guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They've been very selective with releasing anything about this movie. Well, are we supposed to get a trailer attached to the third Hobbit movie? Are we? I heard that rumor. I don't know if I buy it. Be pretty awesome. I'd buy it. I'd buy it for five dollars. <laughs> I'd go for eight. Are there, is this a bet for me? Should we should mark it down in the books? Scott bets Trevor five dollars. I'm not giving. I'm not. I'm not giving any of you money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is kind of cool. Um, Goyer recently said uh, about the whole Constantine possibly being canceled thing. He said, and I quote, "It's not dead at all. It's solidly in contention for a second season of NBC. I guess it's supposed to be on NBC, which is still supporting it." Constantine got caught in the midst of a change that is happening at the networks. It gets big numbers on DVR and online views, but is sort of a tweener that doesn't fit the traditional viewing box at the big networks. <laughs> it's not state of affairs, it's just not that kind of show, but NBC likes it. It's frustrating what happened because creatively we're really starting to hit our stride, and people are responding to that. If I were a betting man, I would say there's an excellent chance, excellent chance for a second season. Is it interesting so, how everybody says if I were a betting man when probably a bunch of them are probably betting man? And betting in this case, man. he doesn't even he doesn't even follow it up with a betting metaphor. <laughs> he just says he he would say that there's an excellent chance for a second season. Yeah, that too. Actually, <laughs> that's a little weird. But regardless, it's good news. So you know, I didn't notice until somebody online pointed out they completely dropped uh, Liv's character from the who was in the pilot it was supposed to be a sidekick and replaced her with zed in the next episode you didn't notice that at no, all I, it just didn't occur to me <laughs> but then i noticed that i was just uh somebody posted something about live and i was like oh yeah she exists all oh, right her <laughs> so i don't really know what went down with that well, i just know that it happened apparently she... they they Go thought ahead. that they they the writers realized they'd kind of written themselves into a hole because they wanted they didn't want a reactionary side uh, female character. They wanted a proactive one, and I guess the way her character was, she wasn't exposed to this whole world. She was, she's the kind of character who would buy anything Constantine says, whereas Zed, you know, she's used to all this psychic stuff, so she can kind of see through him a little bit more and call him out on his crap. 
so they wanted to use her instead, I guess. Ah. Uh. Which I, I do like Zed better, but it's kind of weird that she was just there and then not. So. <laughs> oh, hey, I totally thought of something to say about the Adventures of Captain Marvel um, that I was thinking about earlier, but I forgot to mention it. Um, have you get, Did you guys notice? I don't know. I guess he was trying to keep it secret for whatever reason that he was Captain Marvel. Um, but did you guys notice that he would always, or not always, but he would try to like fight people when he wasn't Captain Marvel and it just kind of reminded me of um, the old Power Rangers cartoon when they would try to fight the whatever they were fighting before they like suited up and they would always lose and like be terrible <laughs> that, that just reminded me of that <laughs> I didn't notice that but I did notice like twice um, the bad guys were in a room and they got away or well the second time he didn't get away but he got the upper hand because rather than just barging into the room as Captain Marvel, um, the first time it was Billy went up to the door and you know started knocking and calling out, waited, waited for the bad guys to leave, and then turned into Captain Marvel and went in. <laughs> Second time he was already Captain Marvel, but he still knocks and yells to see if anybody's in there, waits for the bad guy to hide, then goes in. <laughs> it's just well, he couldn't he couldn't out himself. I mean, <laughs> secret identities and all uh, that. I guess. <laughs> I mean, why not just, like, forego the knocking and just turn into Shazam outside the room and then go in? I don't know. It just... It's like, really? Twice? I don't know. <laughs> but nitpicking, you know. I noticed that Billy sure got hit over the head with the butt of a pistol a lot. Yeah. Like, pretty sure, like, enough to cause some lasting brain damage a lot. <laughs> By the 12th episode, Mashan! <laughs> but <laughs> that was probably offensive. But <laughs> we apologize. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, moving on. Um, yeah, I I can't think of anything else to say. <laughs> yeah, sorry. This has been kind of a disorganized podcast, but. I could I could start reading Jaden Smith quotes again. <laughs> no, that is something you cannot do. <laughs> I've been like looking at my hands this entire time, so. <laughs> <laughs> Understand string theory now a lot better. I didn't even have to watch the serial guys. I just looked at my hands. It was there. <laughs> Everybody listening to this is so confused. <laughs> yeah, J- Jaden Smith thinks that you can learn everything by looking at your hands, apparently. So, <laughs> I think I think maybe we need to be done for the night. Yeah, it's reached that point. <laughs> it's reached that point. Want to close us out? All right. Well, guys, thanks for putting up with us for another hour. We sure appreciate your listening. Until next time, same bat time, same bat channel. You just need to make a super cut of all the tweets read just straight through. Haters are just pre-creators who need the seed of greatness. When she's so fine, that you see a picture and immediately start doing push-up. Shrek didn't need school. I build pyramids constantly. When the first animal went extinct, that should have been a sign. Most trees are blue. Jonah Hill is a genius. No one believed Galileo either. Girls don't like gentlemen. If guns don't kill people, people kill people. Do toasters not toast toast? Toast toast toast. If Will is my dad, and I am my dad's son, then why wasn't I named Wilson.
if newborn babies could speak, they would be the most intelligent beings on planet Earth. It's your birthday, Mateo said. I didn't respond. Are you not excited to be 15, he asked. Reading my book, I uttered, I turned 15 a long time ago. You can discover everything you need to know about everything by looking at your hands. Dying is mainstream. Hashtag money. That's all, folks.